they were trying to sell the story to Keemstar for $75,000. That is red flag number one about the story. That you clearly didn't care about getting the truth out. You wanted to make money off of it. And again, I understand if you had this big story, you'd want to make money off it too. That doesn't mean it's automatically wrong. Like, I would try to sell it. Of course I would. But if I'm the one in like the issue and if I want people to be taking me seriously, don't sell it for $75,000. Like he, was, he basically told me, he was like, I don't pay for news. Like you can do that. And Bryce has threatened to return legal action against her. But the main story is not if it's true or not. It's about how it's going to affect Bryson. They haven't been posting together at all. Bryce posted a picture on Instagram. It's the world against me at this point because I get it. Y'all might think, oh, of course, this is happening to Bryce again, so obviously it's like a pattern of behavior. No, that's not it. Once someone gets set up once, like me and Autumn talked about last week, it's easy to keep setting them up. It points a target at them so people can use that excuse. This has happened to Bryce a lot, and I feel like this has, ha- this has impacted Addison's and Bryce's relationship a lot. Rumors have impacted them. I don't know what their communication system is like, but it seems like sort of outside forces do dictate their relationship a little bit. I think that was an issue because when they first ended up breaking up, there was issues, rumors of Bryce cheating on her. Then obviously, no, nothing came of that. Bryce denied it. Addison obviously, I don't think would get back together with him if it was true. So clearly, that was false. But now it's happening again. So you, you have questions. I just want to first of all say this: I do not believe any of the rumors about Bryce cheating on Addison is true. However, I think Addison might believe them, and I don't know if she actually believes them or not. I think she knows. Bryce, Bryce isn't this much of an idiot, guys. Bryce is not a dumb person. He does dumb things sometimes, but he's a smart person. Clearly, first of all, you can't tell me he does not love Addison. I think he does. I think you can really tell between the way he talks about her and everything like that. And second of all, Addison has about 80 million followers on TikTok. He's not going to mess that up. He's not going to... Because everyone would turn against him if he did this. And he's not going to do it for some stupid, random, drunk Vegas trip. Like, that's not, that's not how Bryce works. I don't know if Addison believes it or not, but I think Addison might be sick of all of this. I think Addison... Addison is above TikTok, in a way, and she's above every other social media influencer, sort of like, in a way, Charlie is, like, where she doesn't have to... She doesn't want to deal with being on TikTok room. She doesn't want to... And I'll talk about this later. She doesn't want to deal with the paparazzi asking her about this bullshit. And I think she... And this is all speculation coming from me. I think she might be sick of the drama that this relationship is causing, and she's wondering if it's worth it or not. Again, I have no idea about any of that. I haven't heard anything like that. But that's just judging from an outsider's perspective. That's what it looks like it could be. It looks like she is sick of the drama. Not that it's Bryce's fault, but she's sick of the drama that it's causing and everything. And so someone came out in support of Bryce's, like Bryce's situation. She said this, respectfully, Bryce showed up at our party. He claimed he had a girlfriend, which it states in his video. So anything other than that is false. Please no hate comments, no tagging unnecessary people, and skating unnecessary problems that aren't needed. You will be blocked and comments later. Thanks. So this is someone who hosted the party where he allegedly cheated at, saying he showed up, he told everyone he had a girlfriend, he did not cheat on her. And then someone said this. So an Addison fan page said this. I really hope Bryce is okay. This shit can ruin a person's mental health, and the hate is insane on Twitter right now. Is obviously this was set up, but people really believe anything. And then um, Andreas Lopez, the Lopez brothers' photographer, 
commented on that same thing happened with Andreas. Again, these situations are not comparable. The accusation of Bryce's cheating, the accusation of Andreas that he hooked up with an underage girl, not raped an underage girl, actually. I mean, you can't have sex with an underage girl. They aren't comparable. They have similar situations of the the defense of the Lopez brothers, basically, and there was some proof about it that the girls were setting it up, them up, told them, lied about their ages, sort of sent her younger sister to, like, entrap them. Whatever the case is, I see what he means, but no, these are not a comparable situation. So, like, don't insert yourself. It's not going to make matters better for the Lopez brothers at all. Addison is taking this hard. And a lot of people have sort of got, gotten on to paparazzi, Hollywood Fix, Kevin Wong, Fletcher, for basically harassing Addison. So there was one video where Addison is in a full hoodie, hood up, sweatpants, glasses, mask, everything. Clearly very upset. And he's basically like, oh, like, is everything okay with Bryce? And obviously she's like, I'm not, I don't really want to answer that. And then he sort of keeps asking her followers for her, like, what, can you tell us, is everything okay? Like, there's more layers than what you guys think about this. Everyone's hating on him, and I get it. I understand it, and I respect it. In that situation, Fletcher was wrong because clearly she already admitted that she's not going to answer any questions. She's clearly upset. You could tell in her card that she was pretty much very upset, visibly probably crying, everything like that. You leave her alone at that point. But people were getting on him about simply asking Bryce and Bryce's friends and Addison, et cetera, about the situation. That is his job. That is the thing. Paparazzi has been doing that for years. There is some sort of like, hey, if he didn't do this, we wouldn't have a lot of information. And he, everyone gets makes fun of him for the phrase the fans want to know. The fans do want to know. He is sort of the voice of the people in a way where people want to know all this information, but they don't have the access to them that Fletcher does. So he was basically saying, like, I don't care about any of this. Like, it's my job and do it. It's your job to an extent. If you see someone's visibly upset, leave them alone. There's certain stuff, like, there's a line that you cross. In most instances, I think it's fair to ask questions, but not like this. This is not a situation that is in dying need of Addison's response. When you know damn well she's not going to give the response, and she already told you she's not going to give the response. So, like, once again, there's two sides to every point, and Bryce was getting pissed about them, and... Charlie Puth, a singer, actually very famous, he said, at the Hollywood Fix, what is wrong with you guys? Is it really any amount of money doing this to somebody? I agree with him to that. First of all, for Charlie Puth to say anything about Hollywood Fix means that it's like, it's a big deal. They have shown time and time again they're not going to talk about this. And Bryce is a man, and not that being a man changes it, but Bryce sort of is different with paparazzi. He's more, he will tell it how it is. He'll call people out. He'll actually answer questions and stuff like that. And this situation hurts Bryce, but this is very, very emotional for Addison and very clearly very personal to her because the accusation was that her boyfriend cheated on her. Like, obviously, that would make any sane person upset. And when she's crying, when she's visibly very, like, she was a wreck, and I understand, and I do not blame her. You don't harass her. No. You don't do that to a young female creator. And, like, that's, it's, it's, like, it's harassment. That's what it is. <clears throat> Sorry about that. And even Thomas. Thomas, even though he had beef with Bryce and everything, Thomas sticks up for them a lot. I love the maturity that Bryce and Thomas have shown through their beef. This is what I really respect about Bryce and both Thomas, Petro. 
that they had beef, but they were willing to actually talk about it. They're willing to move past it. And now they're standing up for each other. Whenever something happens with Bryce, Thomas is there in the comments to defend him. Thomas is there for that dude, even though they had publicly fought in the past. That this shows maturation beyond its years, especially for an influencer living in LA. So I have major props out for them. As of now, Addison and Bryce haven't really posted that much. They haven't posted together in a while. He said everything was okay a little bit before that, but we don't really know where it is now. And I'm interested to see. Bryce was liking Thomas saying all these rumors. I don't think Addison hasn't really given a substantial answer. I don't think they've broken up. I think they're either not talking or they've agreed to maybe take like a little break, but they're still like together kind of, or maybe they're just okay. But I don't think it's the last one because they're both clearly upset as they should be. But who knows who they're upset about, about the girl who made the accusations or about like paparazzi being in their business and everything like that. We'll have to wait and see, but I'm very excited. I'm not excited. This is a horrible surprise. I'm very interested and curious to see how this goes. So the next thing I want to discuss is not really necessarily key as you guys would think about it. It's more so just something that I've noticed a lot on TikTok and something I just want to address. And that is Dixie D'Amelio. So there have been rumors going around, like fake screenshots and everything like that, of that Dixie D'Amelio is going to perform at the Grammys. First of all, this is not true. She's not performing at the Grammys. It was an edited list. If you go to their official website, you'll see she's not listed at the performers. But more so, I want to talk about the reactions of some of you guys who believed it. First of all, the fact that people are getting so upset that Dixie might have an amazing opportunity for her career that would be to form out the Grammys, even though she's not, is very weird for me. First of all, I don't think if a male influencer got this, I don't think there would be an issue. And the thing is, it's only from women I see that are just tearing down Dixie and criticizing her for having opportunities that, yeah, not everyone else gets to get in life, but that's just how life goes. But she's taking advantage of the situation she has as she should. She's trying to grow her platform, and you guys claim, oh, she only has everything because of her sister, yet when she tries to do things on her own and grow her own sort of fan base and her own music career, you guys just diminish this poor woman and hate on her. And you guys have to fucking realize there is a difference between... People are like, not her and Beyonce being on the same list. Please, she's not even a celebrity. No one's saying she's Beyonce. What people are saying is that there are different levels of a celebrity. I've talked about this time in and time again. Beyonce is an A-list celebrity. No one is saying Dixie is an A-list celebrity. Dixie is a celebrity. Dixie, let me just go to Dixie's Instagram real quick. Dixie has 23 million followers on Instagram. Not even close to her TikTok following. You were telling me someone with 23 million followers is not a celebrity. A celebrity is just someone who's very well known. Yes, she is not an A-list celebrity, but there are B-list celebrities, C-list celebrities, D-list celebrities. I think she's probably C-list close to B-list. I know you guys hate that people get famous off TikTok, and I know it creates a jealousy inside you so much, but just because someone got their fame off TikTok does not mean really anything. And y'all be like, oh, where's the talent? It's, you don't have to have – I think she has talent, but you don't have to have talent to be a celebrity. You really don't. Look at the Kardashians. Look at so many other influencers or celebrities. And the thing is, Madison Beer got famous off YouTube. Justin Bieber got famous off YouTube. 
people get famous all over so many apps. Literally, what makes YouTube different than TikTok? Please tell me. James Charles, famous from t- YouTube. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, famous from Vine and everything else like that. Caucasian James, famous from Twitter. It does not matter where you get your following, as long as you can build up that following into something sustainable and create opportunities. She got to perform in with the song with Liam Payne from One Direction. That is awesome. Whether you think she deserved it or not, that is an amazing opportunity. People should just be, how do you be fucking proud for that girl? Like, she's doing amazing things, but you don't have to like her music. Like, no one's saying you have to enjoy and stream all of her songs. But just don't tear down the poor girl because she's getting opportunities you guys aren't. It's literally all jealousy. And it's gross to see from you guys because you guys are the same people who preach equality and the girl supporting girls and just not bullying people, yet you'll turn around just because she's an influencer and just because she's famous and just because she has money and fame and everything like that, that you guys just have this notion that you can say whatever the hell you want about it. And that's going to be something that I'm going to talk about deeper with somebody else in a few clips. But just, guys, think about what you're saying and how you're treating a young, successful woman in the music industry. Like, it's awful the way you guys talk about her and so many other female creators on this app. It's gr- And it's main- that's one of my biggest issues. It's mainly women. Like, I already know most of the fucking boys. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it because everyone knows they're assholes. But, like, to see it coming from people that, like, preach kindness and love, it's it's sickening, to say the least. And I actually just got news that James Wright and his boyfriend Lachlan broke up, as well as a couple days ago it was revealed that Spence Juan and his boyfriend Louis broke up. And, guys, for all you, every fan page, love is still real, I promise you. These are 19-year-old, 18-year-old, 20-year-old kids. They're not going to marry their first love. Like, I promise you, it's very rare that that happens. It's going to be okay. And I know most of these, like, I know the other day, Spence Wall was basically saying, like, oh, I found the one. Like, how did I know I was in love and, like, he was the one? Like, blah, blah, blah. And James was basically saying, like, I'm going to marry this man. Like, y'all aren't going to marry them. Like, most likely, the odds are not in your favor. But that does not mean love does not exist. I just want to comfort all of you guys during these tough times. Like, it's going to be okay. I promise you. These TikTok, really, not even take any relationship when you're that young. It's like, especially when you're an influencer, there's so many obstacles in your way that it's most likely not going to be okay. But just, like, give these couples their time. And when they're supposed about it, like, if they don't, like, if they weren't broken up, they would have corrected them. Like, Spence Wah has been liking people's comments, like, saying, like, y'all, he doesn't have to talk about it if he's not ready. That means it's true. Like, don't harass him every time you see a post and people like that. Just, like, leave it be. But if they don't address it, it's true. Because if I was in a relationship and there was rumors saying that we broke up, I'd be like, we didn't. So, yeah, just know it's true when that happens and sort of, like, keep some distance. Because they still are people, especially if they're not huge, huge. Like, just relax a little bit. So the last thing I want to talk about is actually pretty serious. So I alluded to this earlier, but I wanted to watch the Meghan Markle and Oprah interview, and I sort of got the main points from it. And this is a lot. You learn a lot from what Meghan and the royal family and people of color have to go through being in that life. And she was pretty much the first, I believe, the first person of color to be in sort of the royal family. And first of all, if anyone of you guys is surprised about this, you shouldn't be. 
and especially for what I've read and I've heard and I've talked to people of mixed race is like there were people claiming that she's not black enough and then people claiming that she's too black. And like there really wasn't a win situation with her and she was going through some shit. When she was pregnant with her son Archie, as someone brought up to Harry, they were concerned about how dark their baby's skin would be because it would be damaging to their brand. And that is just like a fucking fucked up thing to say and racist and everything colorist, everything like that, to say to your own family who's having their first child with the woman they love. Like, that is very upset, like, upsetting. And I can't imagine the pain and the struggle Megan was going through through all of this. I really can't. And all of you guys saying, this is what I always fucking preach, is that Megan was a princess, one of the best jobs in the world you can hope for. That does not mean you are immune to human issues. She had thoughts of suicide and depression and ending her life and everything like that. And she even brought it up to the institution, the whoever, they, yeah, she couldn't name names because she'd probably be killed, but that people high up in the royal family, they denied her that help. Like, she asked, she said, she didn't want to be alive anymore, and that was very clear and real and frightening constant thought, and I remember how Harry just cradled me. First of all, I'm going to talk about Harry a little bit later, but she said she went to the palace acting for help and was denied. I went to the institution, and I said that I needed to go somewhere to get help. I said that I've never felt this way before, and I needed to go somewhere, she recalled. And I was told that I couldn't, that I wouldn't be good for the institution. It wouldn't be good for the institution, they're saying, for Meghan Markle to be okay to be good mentally before her baby is born, to make sure that she isn't having suicidal thoughts anymore. That would be damaging to the brain. First of all, that could save many lives to have someone that high up struggle with the same issues that a majority of Americans go through with depression or anxiety of some sort. That would save lives. Not, not Americans, but British people. People all over the world would be feel safe and feel connected to somebody else if people knew that. And it, they were risking her health to make their brand look good, even though they probably could have done it without people fucking finding out. And this is just so fucked up, this entire thing, because first of all, it's obviously Prince Charles. We saw this with Princess Diana, and I don't know too much about her, but I know that this similar situation's happened with her, and Prince Charles is Harry's father. And he, this is Prince Charles's daughter-in-law. This is his kid, practically, too. This is a part of his family, and he doesn't give a shit. He's making racist comments about the color of their baby skin doesn't care about the mental health of his own daughter-in-law, doesn't care how Harry's affected, won't even return Harry's calls now that they left the royal family. Like, this is just so sick and so frustrating. And people are all over the world from, like, Ben Shapiro and conservative pundits are basically crapping on her for living the best life and just being trying to be woke and progressive. This is not woke and progressive. This isn't the gender of Mr. Potato Head. This is... Someone in your own family worried about how dark your kid's skin is going to be. This is not fake outrage. This is not wanting to be an influencer. This is serious shit. And Oprah is a queen. The way she handled that interview, when she was pissed off and she shouldn't be in, having to listen to that, even as a white person, it just it makes, it makes you feel uncomfortable, but it should. Because that's the worst it can do for people like that look like me and look like you, is that it can make us uncomfortable, but... 
when this is happening all over the world, not in the same extent because obviously people and not everyone's a princess, but like people have to deal with these microaggressions and these racial judgment and these racist actions taken against them that we will just we have the privilege of never knowing how that feels. So when people say they're offended and people say that they're being mistreated because you believe them because they don't have any really any motivation to lie about this. I think I guarantee you Megan would be happy to live in the live in England, live in the castle, be a fucking princess. Like a fucking princess. And not have to deal with these racial comments and racial judgments. Like I'm sure she would have loved that, but she didn't get that chance. That was taken away from her. So we've seen this with so many people. Anthony Bourdain, Robin Williams, people that live the best lives. And I talk about this all the time with TikTokers too. Because TikTokers don't even have as good as lives as these people, and they still go through this shit. So you have to really watch how you just talk to people. Just be a good person, okay? Don't send death threats. Don't verbally harass people because you do not know what they're going through, as we've seen with Megan. And we've seen with people like that. And Meghan Markle is incredibly brave for speaking out against the royal family like this because she knows how dangerous it can be, but she wanted people to know this. And Harry was there for her every step of the way, even going against his own family to be with the person he loves. And I, there's nothing more honorable than that. And that is just something that like, I can only hope to be one day. That's a person I can only hope to be. One-tenth of that, one-one-hundredth of that. Strive to be like that. Strive to be there for the people that you love. And listen to people when they're having feelings. And just, kids, I know you think these people that are big are immune to hate and everything like that because they have money. If you had money, if you were really rich right now, would that cure all of your, like, would you be immune from having your own mental health issues? No. So that's going to be it for today. This was sort of a sort of, sorry, brain fart. Sort of a shorter episode because there's just a ton going on, but I hope to have Alden back next week or maybe. Hey, Victoria Reese, if you're listening, this is want to come on. I want to. Hey, I've actually been in touch a little bit with Haley Sharp about coming on, so that's a possibility. The love of my life and the queen, but we'll see. So I guess hope you have a great week. Be safe. I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you guys. I got a boy in my head.